Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatchT at gmail.com. Chubby checker. Microphone checker. Chubby, chubby checker. Let's twist again. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Take me by the hand. We were doing mic check and Grant was starting. Round and around and around. Yeah, something like that. Is it the same song? I think so. It's been many, many years since I've heard it, but I remember Chubby Checker. Microphone checker. Game of Chinese checkers with Chubby Checker for a microphone checker. Check, check. So we were basically doing mic check and Grant was talking about Chubby Checker. And I, I know his song, but I didn't know who he was. So he started singing. And that's where we are. Hi, everyone. Hello. So today we want to make sure everyone is going to Google and learn about Chubby Checker. Is that what our podcast is going to be about today? No, I think it's episode 11 and 12. Yeah. Yeah. Of Korean Drama Mine. Korean Drama Mine. Yes, I just had an amazing Korean meal. Homemade. From scratch, and now I'm enjoying an instant Korean coffee. <laughs> Sponsored by Maxim. Sponsored by Maxim. But not the kind of Maxim that's popular in America. It's a Korean coffee brand that makes Korean instant coffee that Grant likes. It's delicious. Who cooked the meal? Your mother did. Yeah. She cooked it well. It's her gift. She prepared it. It's her last gift for you. It's very, for it doing very this podcast nice. with me for a long time. Yeah, it was very thoughtful of her. Very nice. She's leaving tomorrow, so she wanted to cook a nice meal for us. Really, for Grant. I don't really eat Korean food, to be honest. <laughs> She's departing. But and... she made bibimbap from scratch. She cooked each ingredient and cooked the rice. I actually cooked the rice. And Grant got to eat homemade bibimbap in a hot stone pot. Yay. Yeah. A dream come true. Should we have my mom say a few things? Yeah. She can say chubby checker (laughs) eats bibimbap (laughs) down by the seashore. (laughs) Yeah. Chubby checker eats bibimbap down by the seashore. Well done. <laughs> so I'm gonna have my mom say the episode number again like last time. Good idea? Yeah, very yeah. good idea. Hanguk drama Mine Shibil Shibiwe Rivirul Shijak Hagesmida. All right, there we go. So, 11 and 12. 11 and 12, yes. 
perhaps you could tell me a little bit about what happened. Yes, in it's my summary time. Tea summary. <laughs> By the way, if anyone likes the music that's played behind the summary or in the beginning of the podcast or at the end, no, at the end is mine. In the yeah. beginning of the podcast and behind the summary. Right. It's all composed and written by Chubby Checker. <laughs> Grant is on Chubby Checker today. No, it's it's uh, composed written by Grant, the guy who's obsessed with Chubby Checker today. <laughs> so if you want to license the music, if you're interested in hearing more of his music, just shoot me an email at whatshouldiwatcht at gmail.com. And here's my summary. After witnessing Hisu's miscarriage, Hejin, the biological mom of Hajun, sincerely apologizes and nurses her for a week at Hisu's private residence. And Hisu accepts the apology, and they start to plan something for everyone's win. Sohyun joins, and the three women make a great plan together. Going to the court turned out to be a strategy for Hisu to win custody of Hajun. So that she can divorce Jiyong. And that's also what Hejin wants because she has known how inhumane Jiyong is. Hisu tells Jiyong that she had miscarriage while she was trying to cope with Jiyong's horrible act, but Jiyong shows no sympathy. Since he has become the CEO of the Hyoan Corporation, Sahyun needs to publicize his dirt in order to disqualify him. But Jiyong is not an easy fight since he knows Soyeon's secret, which is her lesbian lover. In the meantime, Jinho, the first son, finds out that his younger brother became the CEO and gets infuriated. Soon, he also learns that Jiyong is not the biological son of his father, the old chairman, and that he has been paying people to fight to the death. He persuaded the surviving fighter to fight against Jiyong together, but he is soon found dead, and the police suspects Jinho because he was the last person to talk with the fighter before his death. The old chairman finally comes home after recovering in the hospital, but his wife has already found out about his bunker filled with the late second wife's memorabilia. She kicks him out to the second son's residence, telling him to live happily ever after with him, especially now that he became the CEO of the company. Hisu learns of Jiyong's gruesome hobby, and even goes to the fighting cage to see it with her own eyes. She doesn't want Hajun to know the truth about his dead, so she decides to send him to a Canadian boarding school. She simply notifies this plan to Jiyong. And he freaks out, saying that she can't decide things like that on her own. But Hisu tells him that a tutor who will be in charge of Hajun in Canada is already here, and Hajun walks into the house. That's it. That's it. That's both episodes. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. So where should we start? I don't know. I think one thing, uh, just to jump right in, the older son finds out about his brother not being of blood relation. 
You have no blood of this family. So he's pretty, uh, he's pretty frustrated because he's like, you know, I put up with all your crap all this time and the whole time you weren't even my blood. Right. So why did I do that? So he finds that out. But in turn, we find out from a story flashback from the nun mm-hmm. that the nun was, I guess she had a crush on the, the chairman. <laughs> what? She she didn't want Mija. Oh. So she actually liked him, the guy, oh. the chairman. And sort of in a jealous moment, she makes up a lie. And she says, uh, Mija had a son. Uh, already is pregnant with another son and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. that's when he takes her in. But really, he her thinking was that the chairman was going to say, oh, well, she's, you know damaged goods now so i'm not going to be interested in her but that backfired he ended up taking her in right so i'm not sure but i feel like the nun is now saying that the boy really is of blood oh really yeah that was my interpretation of that so so jiang really is the son and it was a lie that he wasn't the son oh wait now my head is spinning yeah, Ste- so steam that's coming the part. out of my head again. <laughs> that's the part that I, uh, I was like, "Wow, wait, what?" Because she, why else would they reveal that that she made up that lie about that? I don't think that was a lie. But that's what she said. She said it was a lie. She said I made up lies about how. Oh yeah, you know what? Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's the biggest okay, thing on my, my mind. This is beyond my. Uh, and I'll say of the last few episodes where we've talked about like all the little theories that we've created or I've created, most of them have been way off or wrong. So no, you're right a about few the of them were, women. Were like right. yeah, yeah but, they made plans together. The court was all planned out. Right. Most of the other things haven't been haven't come to fruition. But okay, it's good. We can just you know start up these ideas and see where they go. So that's the biggest idea on my head because I want to know how that's gonna change or affect what's happening i think maybe none said that was a lie just to kind of mislead everyone but the lie itself was misleading (laughs) that was the point of it she came she came forward and said i lied in that moment which and who was she talking to i don't know about that i think she was talking to the uh, actress daughter the actress wife right because she so the actress wife knows that he really is the son that's what I think. I th- that's what I think we know. Maybe we should rewatch the episode you know? and do this some other time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so this is okay, now that you said that, this is my theory. So none told the wife. Okay. The actress, Hisu. None told about the Jiong Jiong's uh, legitimacy because see, none's the one that wants to help Jiong. Like, she doesn't care if Jiyoung buys people to fight and kill them, whatever. Like, Nun still likes Jiyoung. She's rooting for him, right? We think, and she yeah. doesn't want she doesn't want the wife to divorce him. Right. And she feels like that the wife's going to leave him or maybe, right. like, let alone Hajun whole thing. But Nun doesn't want Jiyoung to go to the divorce. So maybe she's saying, she's lying to Hisu, saying, me lying about you know, Mija having a baby before meeting the chairman was right. a lie. So she was trying to tell Hisu he's the actual son, like bloodline. 
but, hoping that Hisu would will stay. Right. Okay, that's an that's idea. That's my guess. Now, that brings back into context the conversation that wasn't revealed yet that the nun had with the chairman when she came in that day, right after he woke right, up. Right, right, in the hospital, yeah. Maybe, and then after he's like, oh, bring Ji Young to me. Right. Maybe the nun revealed that in that moment. That, hey, remember that back in the day? Oh, that was a lie. Yeah, that I we were talking about, about that, that Mija was already pregnant? Well, I was lying to you. He actually is your son. She wasn't pregnant at the time that you guys were together. And then you got her pregnant. But but wouldn't Chairman know that? Like, Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird. I don't know. Wouldn't Chairman know that? Like, she's if you not have pregnant? A, yeah, if you have a second wife or somebody, like, okay, I know she's already pregnant. Like, wouldn't he know that? Well, maybe the lie was that it... It was someone else's baby, but really it was his because he was the only one that was seeing her at the time. How do you know? That's what I don't know. We don't know, but it definitely feels like that part is out there. So it's like there's a little gray area about whether or not this guy's really the bloodline. Gray area. Gray area. So what are the name is the episode of, of what is the name of episode number ten? Is it ten? No, eleven. Eleven. What's the name of episode number eleven? Gray area was the title of episode. Two? Six, episode two or seven? three? Okay, eleven 17? is some enchanted week. Sorry. Eleven is some enchanted week. Okay, oh, so that's referring to the week with the lady spent figuring out things. Right. Which we observed. And also the time that takes for an elephant to get out of the door. Yeah. Right. Right. And or a chairman to wake up. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. So a lot happened during the week. Some things were planned, carried out in the court. And I think what's interesting is that the two women, biological and... What's the word for it? Not the biological, but the mom who just raised a kid. Is there a word for it? Stepmom? I know, but I feel like maybe there should be another word. Adopted (laughs) mother? Anyway, you know you know what I'm saying. Hisu and Caretaker Hedgen, they mm-hmm. they reconcile, and Hisu gives her like the teeth. It was like I think the, it was the yeah, first teeth. Yeah, one of the tooth, the first yeah. tooth. That, yeah, fell tooth, out. one tooth. Oh, yeah, nice. like she gives that to the biological mom. Like this is from Hajun. Right. So I think that saying, like, okay, they're good. They're on the same side. Yeah. Yeah, which is really interesting. I don't know. I've never had kid, and I've I'm only raising a dog, so I don't know what it's like. But I don't think I'll forgive this woman. Is it really important to have biological mom? If you're if you feel so strongly, like you have a right to the son. Well, I think it's it's. I mean, I think it's should be normal for someone who's actually a compassionate person. They come into a marriage and there's a child without a mother. And you have a mother instinct and it's young and you end up raising that child for, what, like four or five years? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason you wouldn't think that this was your child or raise it like it was your child. Because at that point, you would have already accepted that responsibility, right? Saying, hey, I'm going to raise this child and... This child's going to know me as its mother because its mother is dead. And then the child doesn't even know that its mother's dead. Yeah. So really, it's you're basically accepting all of that mm-hmm. and saying, I'm this child's mother. So I would think you would naturally be attached 
Hmm. Even if you found out that the mother was still alive. Yeah, maybe it's just me. I'm I think, a person. I think, too, the reason that she's able to reconcile is because it's the mother of her child. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but she sees Hajun as her child. Right. And the child's mother is still alive. She doesn't even want to rob the child of the experience of her real mother because she oh, loves her child so much. Oh, It's oh for the child, right? Wow. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Children. What else? Peacock spread its feathers. <laughs> How exciting. And it apparently laid an egg. It did. Which I'm not sure if peacocks lay eggs. And that was a great scene with the, the mom being like, everyone's just <laughs> dropping off these babies at her house. You don't even know whose baby. <laughs> even whose egg peacock. this is. And, and the head made guys like... Well, we should raise it or, or whatever. It's like, no, we can't just keep raising all these babies. We don't even know who they are. <laughs> but that was a great metaphor for, yeah, you know, really everyone. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, but then the old woman was like, is this just keep happening in our house? <laughs> We're just destined to raise all these eggs and babies. We don't even know if it's ours. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was really funny. So what's going on with the maid staff? What is going on? We have the guy. What's going on with him? I don't know. You have to explain things to me because I'm at a point like I I can't figure this out. I can follow the story. Yeah. But like if somebody will, if somebody asks me to draw like a map of what's going on, <laughs> like, you know. Like, I don't know who's on whose side and then who's doing what because of what. Okay. All of these is really kind of tangled up fair. in my head. I think that's normal, So the too. male maid is helping the head maid, right? Okay. Is it? They seem to have, yeah, some stuff on each other still. So, yeah, she's, like, using him to help. But okay. he's also uh, with the head son, too, the first son. Jin right. Jin Ho. So Jin Ho is still using the male maid. I think so, yeah. And then he ended up giving the blue diamond. diamond. Well, he was to who? Luring. The head maid? No, he has it. Yeah, but remember he offered it to the at the yeah, at the end. At the end. For what? To kill Jiung. Oh, that's right. So if we look at the main plot lines, we're still trying to figure out who killed Jiung, right? Right. So we still think maybe the... Well, maybe we should talk about that first. Yeah. So we see now, like, each episode, we see the death scene. Right. And then we now for sure know that Jiung is one of the two. And Hisu, the actress' wife, is one of the two. Initially, they were on the floor bleeding, Right. right? And those were the people that Nun was referring to. I saw two bleeding on the death, bleeding right. on the floor. Right. right? And Jiung looks like he's his eyes are open, and so according to what you said, he's definitely dead. He looks like his eyes are open. No, like when you know how when somebody's like dead. Yeah. Their eyes are open sometimes. Oh, like I got Doesn't you. blink and just yeah. Yeah. Solid looks, stare. It looks as though he's dead. Right. Well, the scene, the last thing we saw was 
it's too bad that we don't have the um, stuffed animals that the dog likes because <laughs> we could just play this out in a little scene with Simba and Skog and Moosey. So my dog, Carmen, has a few, has several friends that she likes to play with. Yeah, Simba is one of them. And Simba would be a great, you know, one for the prince, right? Right. And then you could have Moosey. And, and Justin, really don't show. forget the Justin. Yeah, Justin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Williams of L.A. Uh, the hockey player yeah. doll. L.A. Kings. And I happen to have um, stuffed Justin Williams in. <laughs> That's definitely a topic for another podcast. But yes. Yeah. So if you're LA Kings it. fan out there, if you have a problem with this, or if you want to talk more about Justin Williams, just shoot me an email. <laughs> That's literally for a whole other podcast. We can send you but pictures. I do have Justin Williams stuff. Yeah. Animal stuffed animal. Just, just stuffed Justin Williams doll. Yeah, it's a little doll. Yeah. Its nose isn't doing well. Car- <laughs> Carmen has done some work on Justin Williams' nose. It seems to be the main attraction. Well, anyway, we do find out in the scene, we'll just call it the death scene. Yes. That there were two people on the ground. We know it's the husband and the wife. So then the nun sees them both, we think. Mm-hmm. And then she runs out of the house. Right. And then at that point... Um, Hisu wakes up. Hisu wakes up and walks upstairs... Mm-hmm. And it looks like it could have been a fall that killed them, maybe, mm-hmm. or some struggle and then a fall over the balcony right. of the inside. And so when the nun comes back in, she sees her up there, which kind of makes you think, oh, well, maybe it looks like she pushed him over the edge. But that's did whether nun or not... Did see Hisu or... That's the question. Yeah. Did, did she see her... But she did say at the beginning that there were two people there, right? Right. But she might not have known who the second one was. Anyway, she comes back inside to investigate, and only he is there now on the floor. Right. In a pool of blood. And we'll say before that, when it was the both of them on the ground, and Hisu looks up, she sees the um, first wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. So it's like, okay, wait a second. All three of those people were definitely at the scene, right? Right. So it could have been a struggle between those three. Right. And they could have both fallen over the edge. But what we're seeing now is, okay, the first son has just tried to bribe the head maid to murder Mm -hmm. the second son. Right. So is he involved? That's the question. And then we've also got the two brothers that were involved in the fight ring. Is the one so upset and distraught that he's going to go and kill him. Well, he's he's dead anyway. Yeah, and who killed him? Ji-young. That's right, Ji-young killed him. Yeah. But before that, what happened? Ji-ho met with him, right? Right. So maybe he got all the information. But Ji-young killed him, that's right, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so... With a gun. The, well, the, no, he bought somebody to stab him to that. That's right. It was the big guy yeah. with all the hair. Yeah. The hairy big guy. Yeah. Played by Chubby Checker, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, it's Yeti. It's Korean Yeti that killed the Korean fighter. Yeti. <laughs> he was one of the fighters, too. Yeah. He was involved in that yeah. whole thing. Okay. I forgot about that. So now we know it's not the 
brothers involved in the murder. But it could be the head maid, although we don't really think the head maid is capable of You mean of like murder. the male maid? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably not going to do that. Yeah. He doesn't I don't. Like I don't know. Time. I mean, he's... It's always like, you know, the usual suspect. It's always the least suspected right. character True. doing the crazy thing. And he has done some shady Speaking shady of things. least expected character, could yeah. it be Yuyun? The young Please. maid that's in love with the... Oh, why would she do it? What's her motive? Because she has to pay her parents' debt. So okay. if she kills him, nobody's going to suspect her. Because she's kind of out of the picture. Does she get money from that? Maybe. Maybe Gina was like, you know. It could be that male maid refused it. Right. And the male maid was like, because he's the kind of person like he talks. So he so he meets Yu Yan and kind of complains about, you know. Right. Some offer that he got like crazy. And then Yu Yan was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. Oh. Maybe I'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Or I'll do it. Let's do it. Or the oldest son. And imagine she marries Sweetheart. Yeah. Then they'll have the murder in the family forever. The murderer. Right? Yeah. The murderer would be married into the family. Yeah. You know, that would just be tough luck for this family. Well, that would just be the, you guys. the same history repeating itself because Ji Young yeah. killed a few people. And who knows who else he killed before this drama. Right. I mean, not personally, the actor. <laughs> Before this drama, he was a killer. <laughs> That's why he was hired to play a killer. Okay, so... What, what about Sahyun, the first daughter-in-law? She's she's the brain. She's the... Yeah. And really, she does have... She is qualified to take over the company because she's really good at this whole chess. Yeah, Whatever. she's got the mind. The corporation for it. chess. Yeah. yeah, she's got the mind for it. Obviously, that's what the chairman saw. She also has a moral center. She's compassionate. Yes. Or so we think. I think she is. In the at end, this point, I think yeah. her character is pretty fleshed out. Yeah. Like it's yeah, clear. and we know that she's a good person. Right. So she's making decisions, trying to do what's best, but she also has compassion for her son. Her adopted son, I don't know what you call him, but yeah, stepson. Stepson makes me think of that scene in Royal Ten Moms, and this is my adopted daughter, Margot. <laughs> um, but he basically, sorry, she, she basically has compassion for her son. She goes along with the chairman's wishes, at least. At the forefront, like, yes, uh, I will go along with this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all the time trying to plot and figure out her next move and how. Because she wants to just take him down and let him ruin himself. As opposed to, like, someone who just doesn't have a moral center. They would just make up lies and create fabrications. But really, he she's just trying to expose who he really is. Yeah. And, yes, she is qualified. And so she probably should be the rightful leader. She also is trying to help... Uh, Hajun and Hesu leave the family. Mm-hmm. So she's really in the thick of everything. Right. And she's got to figure out a way to dethrone Ji Young. Just for the sake of the company, even though even if she isn't the person who runs it. Although I think she could be. I think, I mean, I think she might still want to take over the company. Yeah. And she wants to... 
I think there are two motives for her to do all this. She doesn't want Ji Young to take over the company because she knows Ji Young is not a good person right. to do any job, right. let alone running a big company. But also, she still maybe thinking about taking over the company, and maybe they'll help her getting back to her lover because she's got the power and money. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's gonna be yeah. able to tell her what. She obviously right still cares about her, and it's a sacrifice because of her line of work. Right. And her life. But once she becomes the chairman, who Maybe cares? Maybe things would change. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So what do you think the chairman is going to do? That, I'm not sure. I think that's tied with why he nominated, why he made Jiyong as the chairman. Like, whatever the conversation he had with the nun, that might be entirely... Uh, responsible for his move or partially I think knowing him like he didn't make a lot of appearance in this drama but Mm -hmm. he looks like he's the kind of person that sees three or four moves forward right there's a reason why he became so successful right so he probably made this move knowing some other things and how other people will react to this change in the company you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so he already looked... Well, you know, he kept saying uh, when they were confronting him about it, he kept saying, I've neglected him too long. Mm-hmm. Right. So that could mean a couple of things. Like, I've neglected him too long. That's why he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> or that's why he's a, he's nothing to me, and now I'm going to destroy him. Or... Oh. Or I neglected him too long, and now I need to bring him into the fold and nourish him back to whatever. Mm. Because I think he is smart enough to realize that he neglected him too long, and he's never going to change now after yeah. what I've done. You know, so maybe that's the idea. Um. So if he puts him in that position of power, maybe that's the best thing for him to fall. I don't know. Hmm. But what, what, what would you do? What would I do? Mm-hmm. If I were in what situation? Uh, if you're in a hospital and then your company's going to fall apart, you have to have somebody run the company. If you know that one of your sons is super incapable of doing anything mature and anything a normal adult can do, or there's a perfectly fine functioning adult, the other son, but he's a piece of shit, what would you do? I think my true motive would be to be able to do the twist again. Come on, let's twist again. <laughs> that would be my first plan. So whatever I can do to make myself happy enough to be able to do the twist again. Let's twist again. <laughs> that would be the main motive. Um, so how do I do that? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think that's maybe why he was so... He kind of confided almost as like a conciliary. That was the, what, the way I viewed it with the first son's wife. Mm. You know, they yeah. had the meetings together right. and she seemed to be in tune with what the company was happening. I mean, yeah. maybe that was, maybe he was trying to figure out a way to make that happen. That would be good for everybody. So maybe this is all part of that plan is to get her the head of the company. Wow. So make the first son obviously... He had a shot. Boom. He's done. No more. Right. Second son. Now he's got a shot. 
So what's going to happen? Okay, we'll see. But if he doesn't succeed, then who's it going to go to? Then she has to do it by default. Right. I don't think there's anyone else. At least there's no characters that we've been presented with. Maybe none has another son. But, hey, <laughs> but there was the grandson that got thrown in the mix in right. the will, right? Right. So that's the future future. Right. But the grandson is also the, the son of, you know, the first uh, son's daughter. <laughs> the first son's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> names are very important, everyone. Just remember names. All right, let's move on to the uh, a little bit of philosophical conversation. Oh, great. Because that's my strength. I'm not good with strategies and who's on whose side, who's doing what to win what. I'm a I'm a very philosophical person. I like to talk about ideals. Ideals. Not the the technical tangible things. No, that's not true. I I love <laughs> Anyway, so the episode 12's title is... Crime and Sin. That's correct. Let's see. So what does that have to do with... What are we talking about here? Sin and crime. Who's been doing the crime and sin? So in Korean title, it was... It was just uh, as if like... um, Sin and Sin or Crime and Crime. Like it was the same word... Mm. repeating so if you were just watching Korean version it's hard to like it's hard to understand what the title means so I think this is one of the few times that I felt like translation actually helped Mm. it was better than Korean because like so the Korean was just crime and crime or sin or sin oh oh because the word is the same yeah cool (laughs) <laughs> so you can interpret it either way. Sin and sin or crime and crime. Right. And then somebody with some brains decided from the English title, hey, mm-hmm. let's do one or the other, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And we'll mix it up and yeah, get the, get the brain stirring. Because crime and sin is not like a saying that's just, you know, coming out of people's mouths as they're walking around town. <laughs> you know, like it's not in the vernacular. Like that, that pairing. Yes. When I hear crime and, I'm thinking, oh, crime and punishment. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. I'm not thinking crime and sin, so it's like, maybe that's why I wasn't catching on to what you were saying, because it doesn't, yeah. So that's interesting. So who committed a crime? Obviously, it's Jiyong, right? Yeah. But what's the bigger crime? What's the biggest crime? Or is there a... a That's what I'm saying, like, who, who sinned? Right. Well, we've got death. Right? We've got death in the fighting ring. We've got uh-huh. death, the death scene. Right. Uh, we've got sins, lots of sins. All I mean, what's the difference? Who, who defines crime and who defines what are sins? Sins are defined by God. <laughs> I know, but... Crime we... is defined by law. Yes. If you want to talk about the tangible, a crime is a, by the dictionary a, a law definition, being broken. but right. who's to say you've sinned versus right? You know, the only person that could say that, I guess, is your moral center. 
your conscience. Or the nun in the character. Or the nun. Or but a did, priest. Did the nun or sin? Or the church. Uh, probably. I don't know. We don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's a good question. Well, obviously the old chairman, he, he sinned because of... It might be, <laughs> it might be easier to figure out who didn't sin <laughs> in the show amongst these characters. Hajun? Yeah, maybe. The innocent son, right? Is it sin to... The actress' wife didn't sin. She... She's pretty pure, right? She hasn't done any crime. I'm trying to think. Uh, she... She's not criming and sinning. She had an abortion. Not an abortion, but she had, she lost a child. That's not a... That's not a sin yeah. or a crime. Yeah, I guess she's, she's, she's pure. Like, she's kind of a pure one. I mean, the only thing is that she's planned some things behind her husband's back, but... Right. That was basically payback, so I don't think that counts. Yeah, and the thing about that, too, is he keep, she keeps telling him what she's doing. <laughs> Why does she do that? Oh, by the way, I'm taking the son to Canada. Well, don't tell him that, you know? Just do it. <laughs> and guess who's going to take him? This woman here. You know? Well, that, that, too. Like, she used the same tactic that ji used on her. Right. Like, she just hired Heijin as a new tutor. Yeah. See, that's how bad of a sinner, a crime person she is. She just... She she doesn't even, she can't even do anything original. <laughs> She's like, hmm. Oh, okay. So my husband committed this crime, so I'm gonna do this too. Yeah. So no. if whoever killed Jiyoung yeah. is in the death scene, that's a crime. Yep. But if it's a uh, coming from, if it's stemmed from somebody else's Jiyoung's sin, does it count? Like you said, by the law, it's a crime, but. It may not be a sin, right? Hmm. I think any time you murder someone or death is involved, like that way, I think it's a sin. However, if you're going back to the like Old Testament or pre-Bible Or Hammurabi, right? Yeah, it's eye for an eye, tooth yeah. for a tooth. Yeah, that's a little different. Then that's a little different. That's not, that's not a crime. Where did the word sin come from? And what's the origin as far as what we're talking about here? That's really what you want to think about. Is it yeah. the sin according to like a modern day version of you know the Bible and what we teach in church, or is it like earlier than that? Did they use the word sin? I don't know. Let me ask you this: Why do you think the nun came to the house that night? Oh, maybe she was doing the um, like consultation. What do you call it? like counseling? It was pretty late. Who would have called her? Somebody who freaked out. Somebody was going through, like, some kind of emotional breakdown. She basically sees everyone in the house except for who? Jiyong. Yeah. That's right. That was a great line. Yeah. So maybe he called her? Well, I think she'll... I think, think she'll she come over. No, I think she'll come over even, like, when he's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm having a moment. Can you come by? I think she'll come over. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Who called her over that night? Because it's late and we know at least those three people are in the house and those three people, one of those three people could have called her, right? So it... It could be Hedgin, the tutor. Yeah, it just is interesting to think about what the situation created to have her come over. Because she's only come over when she's invited. Plus they have the security and all that stuff. It's not like she can just 
bop in and <laughs> accidentally witness something. Right. That's cl- that. That's what I'm trying to make clear is it wasn't an accident that she was there. Right. Somebody got her there for some reason or another. Well, you know, now that you said that, it could be that her witness, her being the witness, could be also set up. It could be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever their plan was, did it include murder? Yeah, the three that, ladies. That's what I'm thinking. That's the question. They keep saying, and for they whatever reason, them, they right? want the nun to be the witness. Right. So one of them called. Maybe the nun's a part of it as well. Oh, what? <laughs> uh. Speaking of crime and sin, there's this guy in the '80s in Korea. He was the president. Mm. For many consecutive terms, right, and he was a dictator. Yeah, he was the like uh, martial law guy, right? He, yeah, uh, he had everyone under military law. Yeah, not and martial law. He sorry. killed a bunch of civilians in right. one of the regions, and yeah, it's a it's a dark time in Korea back in the eighties, and he actually died two years ago. Unfortunately, he had very somewhat peaceful death unlike what a lot of people was hoping right but he has a son and son married like three times or something like that Mm. and i'm just only bringing this up because there was recently an incident involving his grandson going live on social media and then talking about his family and all that and like yeah it was a big thing it's it is still a big thing and that's a whole. That's for a whole other podcast. But the son he shared some secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Wow. Like he, it was a big thing. Um, but the son, who's now, I guess, sixty-ish years old, he married like three times, and the last wife, who he's still married to, is actually an actress. She was a really big name actress back in like nineties, hmm. and all of a sudden she disappeared. Uh oh! And they married in America, but the date of their marriage and you know the some of the timelines don't line up. So it looks like it. It comes up on Wikipedia too. It looks like they were meeting. They were dating while he was still married to his second wife. Right, and then. It said, like, they initially married in Las Vegas or something because they wanted, like, you know, do it fast for the paperwork, whatever they had to do. And then they officially had a wedding sometime in, like, early 2000s. But, you know, I, I mean, I knew about these things, but I didn't think about it. And because of the grandson going live and doing crazy mm-hmm. things online, made me think about mine. Right. Because, you know, some of the circumstances are, like, similar. Right. And, I, you know, how I always talked about, like, mine is kind of, like, loosely based on Samsung family. Right. But now I'm thinking, like, oh, it could also be this family. What they And this family is definitely super shitty and right. shady, too. So. Right. Yeah. Do you think it could be also based on the uh, Murdoch family out of South Carolina? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you can link this to a lot of rich family with power and Yeah, how they all and, have, like, similar... Uh, yeah. How they hide things and the Trump family, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Something like that. It's, it's kind of crazy how that, that stuff happens. 
But yeah, I think especially, you know, being married to this actress and Yeah. Yeah. And they have stepson and the stepson went online and did the live uh, on I don't know if it was Instagram or something and yeah, the whole thing's blowing up right now. That's it, really interesting. I mean the thing is like yeah, everybody knows now like all Koreans know what happened in the past and right. whatever they lied to the you know, public. That's all come out. It's already for the most yeah. Part. But, but then still. the fact that the the grandson and the his stance was that he's very ashamed to carry the family name. He's right. very ashamed of the whole history and all that. And yeah, so it's wow. it's a big thing. It's still in the news. Huh. Yeah. If you're ever curious about reading this crazy family story, uh, you can look up Chun Du Hwan, president, and his family stagger. And maybe there'll be a documentary. I'm sure. A I mean, Murdoch style. <laughs> yeah. True crime. But yeah, I think in terms of the death scene in this drama, I think it's a good reminder that it, it is a like murder mystery kind of show. Yeah. I'm so caught up in the... Like, I'm trying to figure out like who's doing what and it. why and yeah. like the whole strategy of each people right. each character so i kind of like sometimes forget like what and I'm like oh wait because it says countdown to murder 15 right. day 15 or like i think when they went to the court it said countdown to the murder 15. or 10 10 days or something 10 days like or something yeah, like that right did, yeah. so i'm like oh wait yeah that's right this show is about somebody getting killed and like yeah. you said that's the present time present time right and then from that point on maybe next episode will be in the present time like after the death what happens and maybe yeah yeah maybe we'll finally get up to the present moment that's a good point yeah I was excited to get done with 12 and so 13 14 is next right we have four more episodes four now. more episodes mm -hmm. so we gotta wrap it up in four a lot could still happen what are your thoughts people who do you think is going to survive and be the head of the family? Or is it maybe going to be the end of the family? Well, the drama title Mine says a lot. Right. Especially They're all for fighting for ownership? Of whatever that ownership means. Yeah. Yeah. They all want it. What do you What do you want? What do you want? Right. Now I'm asking you, what do you want? Me personally? Mm -hmm. What do I want? Yeah. Um, I want to twist again. Come on, let's twist again. <laughs> That's really my main focus today. <laughs> Coincidentally, Chubby Checker was uh, born in South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. Not too far from where the Murdoch murders <laughs> happened. <laughs> Just to link that up, I think it was a little town outside of uh, Georgetown, a little uh, bit north of Charleston. Oh. Uh, yeah. A lot of marshes there and some pretty, pretty land. Very uh, pretty land. Anyway, what do I want? What do you want? Um, I, I want to eat ice cream. Nice. I've been craving ice cream for like three days now. You should get it. You should get ice cream today. 
I think I might go get ice cream after recording this. <laughs> Good. Like for real. Like I think I'm actually gonna <laughs> stop recording. And... It's ice cream time, everybody. Isn't there a flavor called Chubby Checker? <laughs> no, it's Chubby, Chubby Hubby. Chubby Hubby. There. It By is. Ben and Jerry. By Ben and Jerry. Hey Ben and Jerry, if you want to sponsor my podcast, <laughs> I can I can advertise your great flavors. I'm a big ice yeah. cream eater. Look how just excited me an email. she just got. Yeah, just I just peeked. About, <laughs> just thinking about ice cream. I just peeked red all over. Dude, you could... Chubby heavy. You could eat ice cream every episode. Yeah. Wow, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Maybe I be... should not do the podcast. Maybe I should just do ice cream mukbang <laughs> on YouTube. Well, it could just be eating ice cream and talking Korean dramas. Wow. Right? What are we eating today? And what are we watching? What would we call it? No idea. Mine? Mine. <laughs> mine. Mine. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. That sounds great. And are you going to share that ice cream? No. It's mine. No. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. No, yeah. it's mine. Maybe that's it. No, speaking of going back to mine, I think Suyok, the first grandson, mm-hmm. I think he's just going to live with the young maid because that's, just give it all up yeah i don't think so because i've been that that's been kind of bugging me like why is that character so important like why because like i said in the beginning that was a real interesting like how they kind of fell for each other right that whole setup you know that was kind of interesting but now i'm like whatever like why why is that grandson character so important like why right. do they have to still bring it into the picture like aside from the whole lineage and you know who's gonna be the chairman and all that like that whole love story was like whatever but i guess he, what he wants to call mine is his freedom and right he to, represents freedom to love whoever he wants to love which is his what his stepmom couldn't do right however i feel like he's gonna make a comeback somehow <laughs> i feel like he still has a role to play and it could be like the ownership that's mine maybe or maybe it'll be some healthier way Mm. but that's why we watch right do you happen to know the titles of episode 13 and 14 no okay we won't talk about that then yeah well i'm gonna go get ice cream thanks for having me i'll see you next week bye bye